Welcome to National Disability Services Quality and Safeguards podcast series. This series has been developed to support Victorians to transition to the NDIS Quality and Safeguards Commission, which will take effect in Victoria for NDIS participants on the 1st of July 2019. I'm Dave Rolfe, Victorian Quality and Safeguards Manager with National Disability Services. In this episode, we'll be discussing the changes coming to complaints processes the Victorians need to be aware of. It's important that service providers are supporting their staff, the people who use their services and their families to know about these changes. I'm joined here today by the Disability Services Commissioner, Arthur Rogers. Welcome, Arthur. Thanks, Dave. So could you start by providing a brief overview of your role at the DSC and the work that your team does? Uh, The Disability Services Commissioner in Victoria was established through the Disability Act, which has been in place now for over a decade, Um, and also some of the functions that I carry out are through ministerial referral. Essentially, the Disability Services Commissioner is an independent oversight body around services and quality of services. We've got a number of main functions. The one that's probably best known is the complaints resolution function. So we can receive complaints from service users, providers, community members, family members, staff members, where there's some concerns about the quality of services. So what we tend to do is we will assess those complaints. Where we can, we will conciliate, uh, which is getting the parties together and trying to get a mutual resolution. Um, If we need to, we can investigate complaints. The other function we do is around where critical incidents occur in services. There's sort of more the the more serious issues where there's been really poor quality of care. Uh, Someone might have been assaulted, physically or sexually assaulted, other, other major issues. And we will review those, we inquire into them, and if we need to, we will investigate them as well. A link to that function is around where a person's been receiving receiving services and and they've died whilst receiving those services. And we look at the circumstances of the service provision leading up to that unfortunate occurrence. Uh, We don't look at the cause of death, but we do look at the quality of services and any learnings that we could get where things could have been done differently or better. And all that's fed back to to service providers. It's actually about learning from what's happened in a good, reflective, positive way, but uh, it's also about making sure that people understand where quality of services was not sufficient. Uh, Importantly, we also do some things which are slightly different but really related to that, which is about capacity building, information and education, where we provide resources. We go and talk to people around a positive complaints culture. Our main message to service users and families and others is it's okay to complain. It's actually about speaking up about when you've got some concerns about your services and for providers to create a positive complaints culture. Fantastic. Thanks, Arthur. So we know that there's some changes coming to complaints processes, which will be effective from the 1st of July 2019. What is it that providers, people with disability and their families need to know about? Uh, From the 1st of July this year... um, we will see the sort of full implementation of the NDIS in Victoria. That was a, that's the scheduled date. And we, we've always known for some time now that, that federal and state governments agreed that with a national scheme, uh, as groundbreaking reform it is, that you actually need some national processes. So state and Commonwealth governments agreed to set up a national process, a national NDIS uh, Quality and Safeguards Commission and with a commissioner. And that, that function, that national commissioner will will basically take over a number of the functions that I've been carrying out for people who are participants in the scheme. And they will commence in Victoria from the 1st of July this year. So we're going to see really the rollout of a consistent national 
quality and safeguards process, and over time my office will cease to do those as work as the National Commission commences. So will the Disability Services Commissioner still be available to take complaints for non-NDIS participants after the 1st of July? Yes, is a short answer. So those people who've been in receipt of state-funded services who've not yet transitioned to the scheme, or those people not covered by the National Commission, my office will continue for some time to, to do those sorts of things I've mentioned before, and we will work alongside and in parallel with the National Commission to make sure that the, the people who've been covered by for quality and safeguards in the past will continue to be until they fully participate in the scheme. So... Usually, service providers are required to provide a report of all complaints to the Disability Services Commissioner in July of each year for the preceding year. Will that still need to be the case in July 2019 for the 2018-19 reporting period? Look, it's natural that service providers will be thinking about how they're going to work with the National Commission, and of course that's as it should be, and they need to be paying close attention to that. But it's important to stress that the Disability Act still applies in Victoria and certainly for this full year, 1819, the normal requirements of the Disability Act and the Commission will apply and that does include the, the, the July reporting process. So we, we will be advising providers of that and we expect that they will report as they have in every other year. And presumably if providers are continuing to support people who are in receipt of state-funded services and NDIS participants, then they may be required to provide a summary of those complaints at a later date also. That's correct. Again, if beyond July 19, um, providers in Victoria providing both to the state clients who have not yet transitioned into the scheme or not covered by the Commission and the NDIS, they will, they will be covered by both the National Commission process and the Victorian Commission. Now, I'm working closely with the National Commissioner and Department of Health and Human Services to make that as streamlined as we can, but it is it is a matter of fact that we'll have a dual process for some time after July while people transition into the scheme. So what should service providers be doing to support people who use their services and their families to understand the changes coming under the NDIS Quality and Safeguards Commission? On the one hand, of course, it's about continuing about creating that positive culture about to speaking up and making complaints. So that's always been important and it still is important within the NDIS environment. But it's going to be additionally important now for providers to actually understand the role of the National Commission, to understand the, the, the ongoing role of mine for some time yet, um, and to actually try and work with their, their service users to explain that and to assist them to, to go to the appropriate place if they've got some concerns. And of course, to try and resolve the issues uh, themselves. We'll also be working with the National Commission to make sure that it's as simple and uncomplicated as possible for people and essentially, whilst it needs to be handled by the right jurisdiction, that there should be no wrong door for people so they don't get bounced around the system and that applies to providers too. So part of it is about both the National Commission and, and the Disability Services Commission being clear about its roles and the different roles and jurisdictions but also for providers to make sure that they understand that and they can assist the people they need to to understand the processes, which will continue for some time, but only for a fixed time after the scheme operates fully from 1st of July. Are there any resources that will be made available to support these conversations with people who use services so that they have a good understanding of the changes that are coming with complaints processes? Uh, the Disability Services Commission um, will be providing resources to, to service providers and to users and others. 
to to assist them to understand the role of the Disability Services Commissioner. It's going to be important that that's clear and easily understood information so people uh, can, it can be as simple as uncomplicated for people as possible. We've got some material available on our website, which uh, people are welcome to, to look at, obviously. And uh, I would just suggest that that material that we produce would be around the role of the Victorian Commissioner. People also need to keep an eye out to the, to the National Commission's website because they will be communicating with people around their role and their expectations. So it's important, I think, for the time being that people keep an eye on both websites. Fantastic. And for service providers, where's the best place for them to go around up-to-date information around complaints processes? Again, I think just keep an eye on our website and also the National Commission's. For anybody who's got some inquiries about this, we do have an inquiries line which people can use or for service providers, they can contact our office and I can give those numbers out if that would be of use. Yes, of course. We can include those in the summary of this podcast. So the inquiries and complaints line for people is one eight hundred six double seven three four two, and we do receive lots of inquiries which are not merely complaints. We actually help people go to the right place, so we will continue to do that. The office number for people who are used to ringing that would be one three hundred seven two eight one eight seven. Whilst our communication, we want to make it simple and as uncomplicated as we can. We do know that there might be some confusion with both commissions operating. So I've been talking to the National Commission around making sure that where people do ring the wrong place, um, that there's no wrong door, that there will be a, a smooth and warm handover to, to the right person to help, to help a person, even though they may not start with that person. We want to make sure that, that the people don't get bounced around the system and, uh, and that their, their concerns can be addressed as soon as possible. I understand the Disability Services Commissioner has recently undertaken some research around building safe and respectful cultures. This was undertaken in partnership with community researchers with a lived experience of disability. Would you like to let people know a little bit about this work? A lot of the work we do, as I've outlined, is about responding to issues and where things go wrong. This research is based on the idea about how we can actually help providers and others prevent assault or injury or adverse events happening to people. So it was actually looking at actually how you might create the right culture in an organisation where it's less likely that service lapses or issues will happen. So what we did was we worked with uh, some academics and importantly with some community researchers to actually look at the issues where we could see what might influence more positive outcomes in service provision. It's been a great process for us to work with, particularly with the community researchers, and it's been sort of a co-design, co-collaboration with them, and it's really helped enrich the outcomes of the process to have them involved. The project itself is nearing completion. We're expecting to release the detailed report by the end of June, and we will be sharing that widely at that time because there are some important learnings for all of us around the research that's occurred. Well, thanks so much, Arthur. We really appreciate you joining us here today to talk about some of the work that the Disability Services Commissioner is undertaking and about the changes that are coming under the NDIS Quality and Safeguards Framework. Thanks, Dave. Uh, We're committed to continue to work with service providers, service users and other people. We know it might be confusing for some people at this time, but it's a very exciting time to see the rollout of the National Disability Insurance Scheme in Victoria. For more information have a look at the Quality and Safeguards page on our National Disability Services website. Keep your eye on the NDIS Commission's website for up-to-date information about quality and safeguarding arrangements 
and a range of resources to support providers and NDIS participants. Further information about Victoria's quality and safeguards arrangements during transition can be found on the Victorian Government's NDIS website. We've provided hyperlinks to these websites in the podcast summary, along with some useful resources. This podcast has been funded by the Victorian Government.